to you by Barfoot and Thompson. On the show today, we're catching up with the CEO of realestate.co.nz, Sarah Wood, to talk robots and many other things. Welcome to Property Matters. Welcome along to another Monday. Great to have you tuning in. If you're listening live, hope you've managed to escape the office early and travelling in beautiful traffic on your way home listening to us. Or if you're tuning in on Spotify, Apple, Samsung or iHeartRadio, great to have you on board and thanks for downloading our podcasts each week. Now this week we're catching up with Sarah Wood from realestate.co.nz but before we do, we just want to have a little chat with the fabulous Julie Bartley who is Head of Property Management at Barford. And Thompson Odahu, who's going to tell us about a little event she's got coming up. Welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you, Stephen. Great Lovely to be here. Great to have you here. Now, just so our listeners know, tell us a little bit about your role. What do you do at Barfoot and Thompson? <laughs> or what yes, don't you do? Um, well, yeah, that's more like it. Um, my role here is to guide and train the property managers um, to make sure that best practices observed, that the tenants are happy, the landlords are happy, um, and to just keep things on track, really. It's, um, that sounds very easy, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it has its days. I know. bet. I bet. And you're no stranger to the real estate world. You've got a minute. Tell us about your career path. Um, well, in a former life, I was a teacher. With a, you know, there's lots of things they say about old teachers. So, um, But I the last... I heard that, Stephen. <laughs> Last 20, 25 years, I've actually been with another company as a um, property manager. Prior to that, I was selling uh, in New Zealand and Australia and also managed an office, in um, real estate office in Brisbane. So I've been, um, one of my early jobs was actually as a commercial leaser, which I absolutely love, which is different. You don't have, you, you deal with numbers and not people, but mm. I love the role I have now. Yeah, so I've been around quite a while. Brilliant. Now you've got a special event coming up next Wednesday, the 18th of October. Tell us all about it. Okay, Wednesday the 18th, between 5 and 6 o'clock, we've got a landlord evening. We decided that we would invite our, our landlords, or all, any landlords actually, all landlords, to come along. We've got uh, two fabulous speakers, uh, Tepiri Herit, from, who's a financial and mortgage advisor, and also Diane Nelson from Real Landlord Insurance. And because we've noticed that a lot of landlords don't actually take out landlord insurance and, and can come unstuck with that. Uh, branch manager who uh, Gurjeet is uh, new to the branch and he will also be presenting on the night. So just an hour food and drinks are served and it's really just for information for for any landlords who would like to come along. Great. I've been to these sort of functions before and it's fabulous for investors to come and ask questions of the experts. And we talk a lot on this show about using the experts for the right things, the mortgage brokers, the insurance brokers, the financial advisors, and of course the property managers. So this is a great chance to come along, ask some questions from the experts, see if there's another way that you can grow your investment. If someone does sort of get inspired and the fabulous Tapiri Hewitt looks after them and gets them a mortgage, how can your team then look after them from the next step? Oh, we'll happily pick them up and guide them through being a, an investor and being a, an owner of a um, property. 
we're all very uh, well trained in the legal aspects of, of property management and um, it's fairly smooth sailing once once an investor wants to um, take it by the horns and go, yep, this is what I'm, I'm ready to do this. But, you know, there's quite a lot of preparation and, and I'll always say that you need to know what you're doing when you're investing. It's, it's too big a, a risk if you don't know. So we pick it up from purchase and um, run the gauntlet with uh, potential tenants. All the background checks are done, including police checks and, and um, credit checks. And we go, we look after the tenants from there on, basically. Brilliant. Now you're both based in Otahu. Is the South Auckland market still a really good investment space to invest in? It is. Um, the, um, our salespeople are uh, making lots and lots of sales, is what I understand. And it, it's picked up in the last six weeks. And um, yes, they're going gun ho So um, there's a lot of buyers that are looking for good investments that will carry them over the next, let's say, 10 years, 7 to 10 years. Brilliant. Awesome. Now, if people are listening and want to find out more about the Investment Night, it is up on our Property Matters Facebook page. Head to Facebook forward slash Property Matters Radio and you'll find all the details or you can head to barfoot.co.nz forward slash Odahoo or contact Julie at jbartsley at barfoot.co.nz to let her know you're coming along and make sure you tell her that you heard it on the show when you do. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. Hope the event goes well and um, look after our our fabulous Diane and Tapari, two great supporters of our show. Thanks so much, Stephen. Awesome. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Always good to get good advice from the experts, and we've brought in the best expert in the house from realestate.co.nz. Did you like that segue, Sarah? Very nice, thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Sarah Wood. Great to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's fabulous to have you here. And I shared before we went on air that one of her colleagues, Vanessa Williams, who's joining us next week, when she was here earlier in the year, was one of our top five listenerships. So no pressure. You've got to pull in the listeners tonight, Sarah. (laughs) Thanks very much. (laughs) So tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself and, and your own sort of past real estate experience that led up to this role. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my background um, prior to coming to, to realestate.co.nz um, was in this digital, managing digital businesses. So that's been my area of um, expertise and certainly in the marketing and operations space. Um, my father was also a property valuer and then actually became a financier. So ah. real estate was the absolutely the conversation around the, the, uh, the dinner table. And it didn't put you off. No, no, no. It's and actually, um, it's been so helpful, especially when we talk about things like commercial or other sectors, just because that's what that was our home conversation. Mm. So. so, what does being CEO of RealEstate.co.nz entail? What sort of your day to day like? Uh, it it really varies. Um, I will say that you know the, I've been there for sort of four and a half years, and the last um, certainly the last few years have been very much focused on making the site better. So very product okay. focused. Um, so spending a lot of time with uh, you know making changes, optimizing things for users for for um, for our customers, um, but also spending a, a lot of time out um, in different parts of New Zealand, looking at how different real estate businesses run. Um, so yeah, a, a bit of both. Like I'm travelling down to Dunedin next week and uh, so it varies. What do you enjoy most about the role? Um, For me it is actually time with um, people in the industry so just amazing knowledge Um, I love the stories of real estate agents how they they work alongside people um, and also just just 
as a as a group or a profession, they've just got great personalities and a lot of fun. So for me, it's the people. If people haven't been on your website, talk us through what can people find. Like, like who is this website for? Is it for you know people looking to buy, sell, rent the whole lot? For the whole lot. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what we have done certainly in the last uh, few years is we have, we've added a whole lot of new features and pages and information and and data um, to help people that are buying or selling coming into the market. So there's been, it's been a lot in that space. Um, Our focus is primarily search. So you come to us because you want to search. And, you know, we really, um, for those that are really serious uh, in that search space, we, we really deliver. I was going to say, because it's quite a competitive market, isn't there, these days? I mean, there's lots of places people can go and, and, I mean, good old Google these days, you can search absolutely anything. What do you think makes you stand out? Why are people more drawn to you than another site? Um, I think that, you know, we have a really beautiful UX experience. So it's just that Mm. experience of using the site. Um, The site is incredibly fast. Um, And now we have more information in the way that information comes through. So, you know, we have added, for example, we've got a Market Insights page, which you can access on the top of the site now. And that has Real Estate Institute of New Zealand data as well as our data. So you can start those two things get overlaid and you can filter it. You can have a look at what the average selling price and the average asking price we're in a certain suburb and you know in times like now where the market has been changing a lot you know you can you can graph that over 10 years and you can see the highs and lows of that change and you can see the difference between when ask, you know asking price was higher than selling price and then when it actually flips as well mm. so there's a lot of information um, in that market insights page and sold properties um, so that's been a, a big a big thing for us as well we talked to Vanessa a lot about data I mean, you are the, the um, website of data. How do, how do you pull it all together? Like, where are you grabbing all this information from? A, a lot of it is, uh, is <coughs> partnerships with Ryan's, which are tied, you know, obviously tied back to information they get through councils, et cetera. Um, and then the unique thing about the Real Estate Institute data, uh, which is what I call the Ryan's data, but the Real Estate Institute data is it has, um, it has unsettled sales that are aggregated at a total level. Um, so it's actually able to see as the market's moving if that makes sense. Yeah, okay, okay. Now, the thing that got us to get Sarah in today was a very interesting press release that came out that was all about a new robot robot called Tahu. So, you know, what in who is Tahu and why have you got a robot working for you? It's <laughs> a great question. Um, so, you know, we looked at it from a, uh, we're trying to solve a problem. You know, we have... Uh, a customer service team that are really focused on making sure that all the listings that go on our site go live and are accurate and have all the information on them. Um, and there's a lot of work that's actually done in a really, really manual way. And, you know, when you think about how you use people, t- use the team's time, you know, our, we looked at it and said, well, actually, we want to use their time in a, in a much, much more engaging and high value way than, than you know, fixing errors or find, you know, notifying um, agents, for example, if something's missing off a listing like an image. So the the robot is um, is a, is is powered by RPA, which is robotic process automation, and it just goes through and does a series of tasks and identifies when there's an error, essentially, and then it and then it uh, goes about fixing it. Um, and you know, with these types of robots, you can start somewhere. So you know, we're saving around 40 hours a week at the moment, and then you know, we're teaching it new tasks. So then it will we can't move on to bookings, where it will actually pick up bookings as part. So bookings that are sent to us via email um, will then get p- picked up and 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 actually 
managed by the robot instead of that being done by a human. That also, that just means that our team can also spend that time um, actually talking with our customers and it's just it's just really around making things more efficient mm. so people listening have probably got this vision now of tahu sitting at a desk you know this <laughs> jetsons like robot um who developed it how how is this software created oh look it's it's been developed in conjunction with a partner um who has the sort of in this it's essentially in the cloud robots that come through and and you can program them there's a whole range of different companies that do them um and yeah, that's it's it's uh, it's a very clever little system, but it takes it takes a bit of time to, to program them, um, but it's actually working really really well. So you mentioned that the more it does, the more it learns. Correct. You know, but like a human, we take a little while to learn. Uh, how do you teach it over time? Um, how does it evolve? I guess. Yeah, it's about they program it for um, to sort of set through different tasks, and then. It will um, through that process. It basically and us correcting and the process that will it will develop over time. Um, so there is an element of um, it's just there's an element of practice and there's an element of programming it, and then it just you know we can move it on to the next thing, and it picks up speed over time as well as it realizes that you know this task is attached to this task, and and then you know the, how we manage different different kind of communications around things that go that go wrong. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Did you get any resistance from staff? Like, no. is this seen as replacing somebody in this workspace, or are they all going, thank goodness, that's one less job I need to be doing? They're actually in the thank goodness bucket. Yeah. Yeah, because some of these tasks are just not that interesting to do. Hmm. You know, to go through and, and find errors. And, you know, what we're trying to do is get in front of um, an error before a customer finds out about it, have it fixed, have it corrected before the day's even started. I mean, that's a f- much better place to be than... Um, picking up a phone call from a customer saying oh, something's happened with my listing um, and then fixing it hmm. you know um, and then you know so it, it is it, it's really changing the way you think about things um, and those errors are th- things just happen in the listing process you know and it's, it's really making sure that that is the best experience for the agents to then represent their vendors as well Do us the customers on your website know at any point that we're engaging with Tahu? Or is no. Tahu hidden behind the scenes hidden, correcting our mistakes? Very hidden behind the scenes. Yeah. We could all do with a Tahu in our life, correcting our mistakes as I we go so. along. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Where would you like to see this sort of technology go in your company? You know, project us a few years' time. Tahu's got a family working with them. <laughs> uh, where would, you know, where would you see this heading? For me, it's about making sure that the experience for a user on our site or an experience for a customer um, who is listing with us uh, is really smooth. So it's anything that's really going to to iron that out. So, you know, getting in front of an error before anyone knows it's an error and notifying, like that's a really quick and smart way of doing things. Um, we, ha- we have used, um, you know, AI in a different sort of setting. So we've got, um, we've, we've deployed it onto floor plans on our images so often we have on our listing details page we can scroll through all the images of, of a property mm. um, often floor plans don't come through as on the separate button for floor plans essentially on the site we know that floor plans are like one of the number one things that um, users and property buyers and sellers want to be able to access and they um, and they're getting hidden so AI actually goes through our photos 
recognises that it's a full plan and then actually pulls it out and puts it into this other segment of our site. And it's just so useful for a someone that's actually looking to buy um, to be able to access, access information really quickly and really simply. So that's an example of how we'd use AI. We've got a, a few other things that we're working on um, that we'll talk about over time. But yeah, it's really around making things more efficient. You know, it's not about complicating things. It's trying to really make it simpler for everybody. Because your press release mentions that it can do around 40% of all the manual listing booking, saving about 40 hours per week. Mm. So, you know, I can imagine having several of these processes means that your time is freed up for your staff to do sort of the, the, I guess, the quality work, the work that gets them a bit more excited and a bit more deep thinking rather than just manual processing. Do you you see even a mental health? With the last few weeks, we've talked a lot about mental health in the workplace. Do you see a bit of a mental health benefit in that as well? Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, probably. I I think that, um, I think any time where, you know, people can engage with other humans is always really good, Mm. you know, and this takes them out of being something that's quite manual. Mm. Uh, and not very interesting to, you know, actually being able to have a conversation with a real estate agent or a customer. Um, and, it, you know, it means that we can deliver a better service. So, you know, that's a better experience for them. Mm, absolutely. All right. If you look back over your career, what are some of the biggest changes you've seen in the industry? And did you ever believe you'd be coming on here to talk about a robot working in your office? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I think... Yeah, and look, great question. Um, you know, prior to, uh, I've been back in New Zealand for about seven or eight years, but prior to that I was living in the United States. And so, you know, we were seeing a lot of, we had a lot of exposure to just, you know, the cutting edge of what was changing from a technology mm. standpoint, um, which was really, really fascinating. So, you know, what surprised me is actually the speed the speed of change is there, but when I think about what we were looking at 10, 12 years ago, it's remarkably a lot slower than what I thought it would be, uh, just in terms of change um, of some of the changes that I thought were coming. But, you know, what we are seeing is um, absolutely um, buyers, sellers, consumers, however we want to phrase that, are really interested in, the, in, in data. Um, how do they get the information to help them make better decisions? What does that look like? What is the timeliness of that information? Mm. So what does, what you know, how do you get that information to into someone's hands? Um, and, you know, another thing that we've done in the last um, t- probably 12 months is we've put launched the instant notifications. So you know, people doing a property search can actually save that search and get it pushed to their mobile phone instantly. And, you know, that is an incredible change as well. So you think about, you know, real-time information um, to help you make better decisions. Yeah, and I guess, you know, from a sales point of view, obviously, then you're finding out a property that and that's met your filters. But I think from a rental point of view, when we do have a bit of a shortage and those good houses get snapped up fast, you're getting to the top of the list. If you're getting a notification that my four-bedroom I want has finally come up in Huapai, I can jump straight on book of viewing and get out there. Yeah, it's brilliant. It is really brilliant. And we had a really great story within our own team, actually, when the market was really hot. We'd just launched instant notifications. He's, he was, uh, one of my team was desperately trying to buy. Uh, the instant notification came up at one. He jumped out there, got to see the property before anyone else had gone through it and had an offer on it by the end of the day. Wow. You know, and that, that's an example of where, you know, you've got technology helping solve a real life problem and really making a difference. And just that time saving of not scrolling through endless data and trying to work out, is this one for me? Yeah. You've mentioned data a few times, and obviously Vanessa does as well. 
What advice do you have for listeners, whether they're looking at buying a home or investors or perhaps real estate agents looking at selling? How can they use your data to their benefit? Yeah, I mean, I think um, depending on where you are in that scale, whether you're an investor or a buyer, it's really about, um, you know, understanding what is happening in the suburb that you're looking at, happening in the suburbs that are around the suburb that you're looking at. Um, and then looking, for, again, the sort of the off-market property and the recently sold property. So it's it's really in that space. Um, for me also, the, the Market Insights page is really critical. So that ability to see, um, you know, what's happening with rental yields or, or what's mm. changing. So it's the dynamic element. Um, but it just takes time. But I think it's really worthwhile because it just puts you in a really good educated space as you're sort of trying to make those decisions. Um, so, so that, yeah, I think that that's really helpful. There's a lot of talk around estimated property values and I think, um, you know, they, they, they're on listings as well, so they're another place to look. But, um, yeah, it's just looking at what those dynamics are. The, the other thing we've just recently launched is price change history. So it's not on that many listings, but you'll see it come, start to come through where a property's been listed as an auction, maybe it's been passed in, passed in and then it has a set price and, and then the price changes. It's oh, going to yeah. show that on the listing. Um, so that's another really great place to start um, in terms of trying to understand the information and, and give yourself something different. Um, but I will say, you know, the auction market is actually picking up. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You mentioned before, like the push mo- notifications going to your phone. Where has your company gone in the time that you've been there around the mobile space and the mobile use? Because oh, yes. we all live on it now, you know, less and less time on a PC, far more time on our mobile, yeah. especially as our mobiles become mini computers. Yeah, so the we have really we've we've spent um, we've spent a lot of time developing out, out our mobile app, and it is very focused on map first, which has always been something before I joined the business that, you know, real estate's been famous for maps, mm-hmm. um, realestate.co. So um, you have that ability to, you know, search to actually pull a map up and, and use your finger and draw around the area that you want to to um, to search in if you don't want to search by key, by okay. by area, by sort of um, key key type by typing in the, the address or searching um, and you can do that and, and flip between map and search so there's there's been some amazing functionality that sits in that in that mobile app um, and at the moment um, we've, we're, not, we're rated number one in the two um, app stores for our mobile app and we're getting fantastic feedback but our users on our mobile app are up like 40% year on year so wow. that's really really growing um, just because mobile app is about having the right information in your pocket at the moment that you need it. So lots of amazing f- features that are that we have specifically for that. Which means I guess agents have got to stay up with the latest yeah. technology and make sure they're using the latest sites if that's where people are heading. Yeah, absolutely. It's around um, under, really understanding where people are searching and I think there's a, you know, that you can get a lot of insight out of that. Um, we, yeah, and in the mobile app you can, you know, you can save the properties and look at an open home calendar, it schedules it for you. It, you know, it's the, the technology um, and how it can help somebody in their property search is very clever. Mm. Does it just cover um, sort of residential sales and rentals or do you, what other areas that you come in commercial etc yeah we've got commercial and business for sale as well okay so, does yeah. that get much interest yeah it, it actually really, it does um you know commercials are is, is a big area for us as well and, and really an important area it's it's a very different mindset from a buyer mm. standpoint um so yeah it, it's it's different but it sits within the same in the within the same portal 
brilliant. Uh, any other sort of developments over the last little while? You mentioned before we went on air, vendor reports was one. Oh yes, we have. We've changed out our vendor reports just to add some more information, make it clearer um, for uh, for agents when they're going in and, and talking to talking to vendors about um, about those reports. Um, and also, you know, I will say going, you know, I've sort of mentioned the market insights piece as well. I think, you know, if you've got a situation, depending on what part of New Zealand you're in and you've got your market dynamics changing, you know, you can use a vendor report and a market insights page to sort of show, in some instances, you'll have asking price sitting above selling price or the flip side, you'll have selling price sitting above asking price. And you can use those data sets alongside things like vendor reports um, to really help tell that story and just help reset that expectation around markets. So um, that, that's quite a, that's a really interesting, an interesting mm. space as well. Yeah, absolutely. Any other fields or changes that you've had come on board? We've been adding uh, more information to the site. We always try and find a balance between how much, but uh, we've just added Condello onto our site which actually has um, all the daycares in your area so you oh, can wow. actually go school zone you know search search in the school zone but on a listing it actually has the daycares um, and childcare centres etc which uh, is a really is unique to us and an interesting piece of data mm. if you're looking for um, something different what other things can we search by? Like you just mentioned the uh, school zones. When we're creating our filters mm. for our ideal property what can we how, how detailed can we get? Oh, you can get very detailed. Um, you can search on the homepage um, by the school by the school zone area as well. So you've got that you've got that brilliant key keyword search on as well. So you can use it that way, or you can refine by filters. But you know, interestingly, a lot of people don't refine that much. They actually start really? pretty broad. Yeah. So you know, the key things are. You know, the area and bedrooms and bathrooms are the key sort of defining things. What we are seeing with, you know, with the mobile app, certainly if you're in an area and the area I'm in, you've got a ridge in the middle and, you know, people want to live on one side or the other. You know, you see them using map search to really draw that line. I, I don't want to be over here, but I want to be clearly yeah. here. Um, and, and that's quite an interesting way uh, to search as well. And you said we can literally draw that with our finger on the mobile app. 100%, yeah. yeah. Uh, from a rental perspective, people are able to, are they able to sort of look up the pet type listings, those sorts of things? Yeah, so all the same features that we have for residential for sale, we have across onto the rentals um, space as well. And, you know, we get, you know, one thing we get, it was very good international inquiry. So mm. we get, because um, our name is realestate.co.nz, we've been around for 25 years. Um, so, we, you know, we have a really large international audience that comes in. But we actually, interestingly, do really well in that rental space too with people coming um coming into New Zealand and I had an example recently of somebody who um, signed a, which sounds like a ridiculous rental length, but somebody who wanted to rent this apartment for five years, who was coming as a professor into New Zealand, um, you know, so quite a good quality, yeah. good quality audience through there. Brilliant, love it. And you also have a tips and tricks page where I'm just having a, a quick look around and you can get some good understanding of some keywords that are used in the real estate setting. But then you've also got information around finding tenants, choosing the best broadband plan. That's new. That's new. That'll be a lot of the work that Vanessa that we yeah. talked about earlier on. And um, we've got, there's quite a lot of information in that, in that content space. Um, and and we also post our property report on there each month. So that's another really good place to get information. Yeah. yeah. 
And again, it's that setting up the home for the first time. So, you know, Jamie James a few weeks ago talked about the importance of life insurance, and that's that's here on your site. It's I guess you're, you're creating those little triggers of things to think about. It's not just buying the home, but what else do you need, especially in your first home? You've got tips for building your home deposit. Yeah, it's really cool. There's a really nice mix right down to sort of styling your house and, and yes. making it look amazing. Yeah, and I say I'd say our Instagram page is also a really great place to get a bit of inspiration. So we post some of the most beautiful homes in New Zealand on on that page, um, and the team obviously add content on to, as, as on there as well. That uh, that's helpful in that sort of mix. That's cool. Have you noticed over the last few years different trends around New Zealand as far as who engages with your website? It's a good question. Like, is it very much national? Everyone sort of jumping on, it's or do you, do you notice sort of certain areas engage in a different or in a different way? Uh, I, th- I feel like it's relatively consistent, and it is truly national. You know, we do get the feedback that we really do deliver on out of region buyers, so people that are moving regions as well as people that are in regions, so people that are looking to shift. Um, I think that just comes to having you know what, what feels like a very national brand, um, but we are really when we've you know we're, we're really representative of cross section of you know it goes across the whole of New Zealand. Um, so yeah, we're, we're quite broad in that sense. Mm. Elections coming up, a few days to go. If you could have your wish list, if I had all the, the housing leaders sitting in this room for you, what would be something that you'd say from your outside lens, you know, I guess as, as a commercial provider in this space, what are you seeing that you'd love them to sit up and listen to? Look, for me, it's it's probably more in the, um, and this doesn't really affect so much of a listing, a listing business like ours, but it's just that housing affordability piece. You know, we, you know, we are often asked about first-home buyers and, you know, there's a lot of conversation around that. We obviously report out on the property data that looks at the average asking price and it's actually that, you know, when you look at the average asking mm. price of properties, whether it's at a national level or you're just looking at Auckland, it's really that affordability piece. It's, uh, I, that, that's, uh, that's probably the thing that I think just needs, um, and, and affordability actually comes down to um, the houses being available to buy, you know, so it's about, um, you know, having the right volume of, um, of, of new builds, et cetera, that can be accessed mm. at the right level. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone will be agreeing with you on that one. I think so. We'll see what happens on Saturday. Now, obviously, we, you know, we've talked about Tahu, but did I miss, was there anything else being done in the technology space over the last year or any future technology plans? What I would say is just, uh, you know, if you haven't... Um if you haven't signed up to our emails, then absolutely do that. And you can see all the releases and things that we're working on. Um, our focus is absolutely to create, um, and we believe we've done this, just a brilliant site to use. And so um, our focus is really on how do we make sure we're delivering the next pieces of innovation or um, tools for users. So we have got things coming out over the next six months. Um, we're always working on something, uh, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, you'll see some more tools coming out, certainly to help the home buyers. Nice. When, when you look back at your time so far as CEO of realestate.co, what's, what's been a highlight? Is there certain moments that you go, oh, you know, if you had those two or three milestones, what were they? 
I think when I first came into the business, the site design versus where it is now, mm-hmm. like we've completely mm-hmm. rebuilt everything. And it, it, there's that and the mobile app. Um, those two things really stand out. Uh, instant notification to me is just is a bit of a highlight. It wasn't an easy thing to build, um, but it's just a really brilliant thing to use if you're actually buying. And same, we got a lot of feedback from from uh, agents who are saying, you know, I actually have my have it set up so that I know when I go into a listing presentation down the road that, you know, Four Bell Road is now on the market and it wasn't on the market an hour, an hour before I went in. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's that being on top of, you know, really helping um, agents industry be on top of their game as they're doing that. So instant notification for me is just mm. a fantastic tool. And it's sort of, it's, it's, you, know, you know, it's a great, I don't know, it's just a really great feature. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, dealing with people in their busy lives. It's just cutting down extra time searching for me. That's that's the bit that I would love. Yeah, yeah. it is. It does deliver that. So if I interview you back here in five years' time, yes. how will you measure success of the next five years? What's the goals? What are the milestones going forward? I know you don't need to give away your business trade mm. secrets, but even personally within the company, where would you like to see it? It's a great question. Um, for me, it would be... It's just, um, just trying to think how to answer it. Um, I want to be the most, we want to make sure that the site is the most loved site. And so for me to sit it's back nice. with you in five years is for, for that to have be absolutely achieved, to have, um, yeah, to have that experience with both the consumers that are using our site, but also the agents. So the most loved experience. How do you achieve that? Um, I think you've got to really stick with simplicity. So you you can refine and make the site better and you can add, you know, new tools. We've talked about instant notification and different things, but it has to be done in a way that's really simple and really streamlined. So there's an element of innovation that's that's part of that mix and in that five-year conversation, innovation is part of it. And I've sort of talked about a few Mm. things today, Um, but it is in that innovation and just, you know, that brilliant experience. Okay, good answer, good answer. We'll check in in five years on that one. Uh, When you look back, not just at real estate, but your career so far, what do you think has been one of your biggest challenges? We love interviewing leaders on the show, and what would you say has been one of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome? Sorry, I'm throwing them right at Sarah now, left, right and centre. One of the biggest challenges... Um, I think that, to be honest, I think one of the biggest challenges was actually working in the US and getting used to the way the Americans work and and the difference in that style, but then really being able to lean into it and and using the things which I think are uniquely Kiwi, um, Mm. which I was really credited for and turning that into something. So when I resigned from my role in the US to come back to New Zealand, they asked me, did I know any other Kiwis? Interesting. And and I actually thought that that was a really, I was just really delighted with yeah. that as a response. Yeah, that, that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it is, you know, the, the thinking, um, the ability to just move on and get things done. Um, there were lots of things that, that made that work, um, but, but they saw it as a, a very New Zealand trait. Hmm. When you're trying to sort of build and grow something like realestate.co.nz, what what are some of the roadblocks in your way that you always have to sort of navigate through? 
I think with, you know, the key thing is really about getting the, the team really aligned to what the vision is and where we're going. Um, but actually once that's done, when the team is on board and you've got great people around you, it's incredible when you're working together what you can actually achieve. Mm. Um, so for me, you know, that that's the sort of balance. You have roadblocks in any job um, or different things or different challenges, but it's really around how you solve those and... Um, yeah, and I guess it's a lot of it comes down to, to attitude and just thinking quite laterally. Yeah, yeah. Now, over the last little while, really, actually, it's been a bit of a focus for this year on Property Matters. We've talked to lots of different leaders about leadership and how they lead their team. Okay, so you're going to write your own report card now. Um, <laughs> if, if, if I was interviewing your staff, how would they describe you as a leader? Um, I get described as a very hands-on CEO, so I get that. Nice. Um, and I think they would say that um, I empower my people, that I'm naturally empathetic, um, so I get those two things. Um, but, you know, we have a very, you know, we, we did our annual survey and we had a staff engagement score of 88%. Brilliant. So, you know, we have a really engaged team that really believe in the work that they're doing. And so I think that's part of it. It's aligning those those pieces um, and, and making sure that everyone's clear on where we're heading. Last week, we interviewed Dr. Angela Lim around from, from Clearhead and around sort of mental well-being in the workplace. Yes. What sort of things do you do to keep your team mentally and physically well in that workspace? Oh, we actually did quite a lot for the, that mental wellbeing month um, and I've still got all the reminders in my calendar which is to stand up and move which was uh-huh. all sorts of different things. Um, for me it's just that it's, the, it's putting things in perspective and having the balance and I really encourage my team to, to you know to keep those things in perspective um, and you know I think we've got a really nice um, keeping it light and entertaining within our, within our own business and, and enjoying the work that we do but also seeing the humour in, in the work and, and in each other as well. So, um, yeah, we, we, we've, we've got different things in, in place in, that mental, in the mental health wellbeing space, um, but that's one of them. I've still got the this, this stretch reminders at three o'clock on my calendar at the moment, you know, it's around the sort of physical movement. So. Yeah, I had one for a while going off on my phone telling me to breathe, but I think in the oh, end yeah, I, nearly, I nearly smashed the phone because <laughs> it kept interrupting. I was like, why is my... And because these days your notifications sort of the vibrate on your watch as well and you're like, oh, what's this? And you're in a meeting that's saying, breathe, I'll give you breathe. But yeah, it's good. Uh, Humour is, is one of the best and that's come up several times. You know, we go to work, we spend more time at work than we do at home, most yeah. of us. So, you know, to have a laugh at work is so important. How big's your team? Uh, team's over 60. Oh, wow. Yeah. All based in Auckland or throughout the country? Actually throughout the country. So we, we have all our developers that uh, are based remotely and we've, we've done that because they've worked be- it's, it's hard to get, you know, to get great, uh, great developers, particularly during that pandemic time. Um, so we, in order to get the best staff, we've gone to a remote first model um, and to do that well, they all need to be remote. Mm. Um, so yeah, it makes a, it's a great uh, it makes for an interesting dynamic. It means we do a lot on Slack, um, but there's a lot of entertainment on Slack. I can't, you know, I can I, honestly. There's so many um, emojis that the staff have developed um, featuring me. Slack is like a messaging channel. Yeah, sorry, Slack is a messaging channel. So we have different emojis and things that you know you can create. So we've got all these banks of emojis that are well beyond the, what you normally get. Um, but you know that's that's helps helps us sort of work together with those developers. Um, but we also get everyone together 
on site as well. So every three months we get everyone up, no matter where you are in the country, and we get up and we uh, get together, we talk about the business and we do something fun. Brilliant. Love it. This show is going to, it's obviously airing now, but it's going to replay just before Christmas. What's your Christmas plans? Do you get to rest? Get to rest. Um, I am the mother of three children. So okay, no rest. No rest. Um, but we are going down, to, we go down to Pamanoi and we'll, be, we'll have a few weeks down there together with the kids, which will be awesome. Nice. Mother of three. So you see technology being used left, right and centre in their world? Oh, you know, a- does absolutely. that help you shape some of the work that you do? It it does because they're so fast yeah. and learning. Like it, um, yeah, it is a bit of a, yeah, it's, it is interesting and interesting to show them things and see if they can do them, um, which you know is always entertaining. Yeah, I love it when my teenager snaps the phone out my hands. Like, oh, give it here, I can do it quicker. <laughs> yeah. So frustrating. Love, with those text. Yeah. love those moments. Um, absolutely fabulous. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. I really appreciate it, Sarah. You've been awesome to talk with. Um, head to realestate.co.nz for all the information. Get online, check it out, and you never know, Tahu might be working behind the scenes to clean up your advert. (laughs) Thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. Catch us next week for our final episode for the year. We're welcoming back Vanessa Williams from realestate.co, plus Samantha Arnold from Barfoot and Thompson, Tapri Hewitt, Jamie James, and Nicole Lewis, author of Property Quadrants. Thanks so much for checking us out today. Have a great week. Catch you next week. Property.